All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fuck it. We'll do it live. There it is. Listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio episode. Oh, I forget to write these down now, Tyler. Where are we at these 228, days? because I've been doing my division previews. Only two more left to do. Was supposed to do Seattle yesterday. Had to move the interview. So t- next Tuesday is going to be Seattle. Finish it with the LA Kings. Who you got from Seattle? Everett Fitzhugh is his name. Uh, he's their radio play-by-play voice. Who I think he grew up in Michigan, uh, but grew up an Oilers fan. Oh, so I like that because of Sean Horkoff. Who was that? Because he was on the rundown. Yeah, because uh, he Mike Greer, George Larock, all right. those guys. Yes, um, so yeah, Everett is a great interview. Great chat about the Seattle Kraken, who are going to be a really interesting team. Um, and then also a little bit of talk about the decade of darkness in there and uh, how excited he was to watch the Oilers make the playoffs in 2017. Now, of course, he's a Kraken employee, so he does not cheer for the Oilers openly. Is JT Brown Brown joining him still? Uh, JT Brown does do some of their broadcasting as well, yeah. Cool. Are we going to talk about you chumming it up with the enemy also? Me? Yeah, the interview that you're dropping on Monday. Oh, Rod Brindamore on the DFO Rundown. Yeah, Yeah, never forget. Rick is going to be mad. Never forget. He does talk. He does compare this year's Canes team to the team in 06. And says that it's not even close because that team was terrible and didn't deserve to win anything. He actually did say something along the lines of like, that team wasn't like super skilled, but like we worked hard kind of deal. They stole Doug Waite. They did steal Doug Waite. He was not. They got lucky with Archer's Urbe. There was a gun to his head every every time he was on the bench. Like they just had a gun to his back so he couldn't leave. I'm still mad at Marc-Andre Bergeron. He did it on purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Aaron Ward. Why the hell did we have Ty Conklin as the backup that night? Why wasn't Juicy dressed? Everybody knew Juicy Marketing was the better goalie. I'm getting mad all over again. So stupid. Anyway. Why couldn't that one just go in off Pizzani's stick in Game (laughs) 7? I assume you just had your back turned to him the entire interview, Tyler. Uh, actually, I had my foam roller out and I was stretching on the floor for most of it, <laughs> which is actually Even a pretty better. normal thing for me to do during the rundown. Listen closely. You were working bones. on the bod, talking yeah. to Rod. Yeah. Um, Greg asked him a question. He goes, Rod, what are your uh, favorite exercises in the gym? And Brendan was like, where is this thing coming from that I like working out? He's like, no one likes working out. I was told they had to like hide the key to the gym that like he's finding his way in. He was like a cat burglar, just always sneaking in somehow. He said he does it because he has to. Because he has to. Yeah, to stay in shape. Dedication. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to stay in shape now. He's not playing. And also, not to tease too much of this interview, but uh, Rod Brindamore got, was way more excited to talk about the U11 team he coaches than he was at all to talk about the Carolina what about, his, what about his son that's involved in the organization? Skyla? Yeah, that's the one. He's at Quinnipiac. Okay, but like, what are his prospects looking like right now? Where are we sitting? Him. Yeah. What's the scouting report on Skylar Brendamore? Yeah, from wow. Papa. Didn't we draft him in like 2017? Yeah, so it was percolating. Yeah, just a little marinade. He's got in the crock yeah, pot. It's been a while. I think he's a senior now. Yeah. So next senior season, citizen. Next so he's a, a he's a Montreal Canadiens fan. <laughs> yeah. Next Lots. season's this year. Montreal Canadian fans are all dying. Should we do some Oodle Noodle reviews? Sure. Sure. All right, we got four new ones to pick from this week. This one came in from, oh, I think we read this one. Never mind. Only three. three. Then, only three. three. Mm-hmm. This one comes in from Nee, as in N-E-E, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Five <laughs> stars. Some of these names, like. I know. Wait till you get to the last one. Five stars, the Pittsburgh Steelers of podcasts. Okay. Is that good or bad? Which version? I hope it's not this year's version. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, the review says, this is a local podcast that is typically on the money with their Oilers takes. Unlike bigger hockey pods out of market that get half the info wrong. They should bring in a segment about their hot takes that bombed, like Nation Dan predicting last year Drysaddle would only score 80 points because the team wouldn't need him to score. That's not his worst Drysaddle prediction. (laughs) That's not even close to his worst Drysaddle prediction. Uh, So review one is Nation Dan slander. Uh, Number two, five stars, best pod ever from Oilers Are Awesome. Good news. This is a great podcast. Probably Ken Holland. Love to listen to it when mowing the lawn or combing. Combing what? Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it says. I feel like maybe this is a farmer and they meant to say combining. No. Yeah, it's, combining would make just, sense. Combining it's and just combing. like the scene from Home Alone where, where Kevin's going through his hair and it's, yeah. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Hey, I get it. Uh, they can get off the rails to talk about random stuff, but still great and so funny. I would recommend it to anyone that likes hockey and others. Bring Leon. Oh, bring Liam, but they spelled it L-E-O-M. Nice. On all pods, keep up the awesome work. Thumbs up. Nice. I like that. Nice. That's Leom. how people spell it. We Starbucks can bring too. Really? Liam. Oh, William. We can. I have a good William story. I'll save that for another time. That's an Prince William? Uh, no, just, just regular just William. Me. Oh, okay. Just me, William. All right. Next up. <laughs> Five stars from what usernames aren't taken, but aren't is spelt wrong. Nice. That's fair. So yep. it, it wasn't taken. Yeah, it wasn't taken. <laughs> Uh, five stars. I stole someone's phone to write this. Hey guys, the show is killer. I use Spotify though and couldn't write a review, so I took my girlfriend's phone to say that I love the show. Oh, respect that. That's a good uh, one. I you like how that started with they stole someone's phone. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give him my vote because not only did he leave us a review as we requested, he had to work for it. He, yeah, he yeah. put in the effort. And now you and your lady can enjoy some Oodle Noodle. Yeah, there you go. You guys, my vote. 
I didn't even. Oh, I was going to give it to the Pittsburgh Steelers that shit on me. Nah. I was going to give Liam. Liam. I think you're over. <laughs> yeah, I voted. 3-1-1. Uh, what <laughs> usernames are wouldn't taken? Uh, you can email me, Tyler at OilersNation.com. Congrats on stealing but, your girlfriend's phone. You but know it's the not their account, so they won't get the email. Well, well no, they just, listening they, to they this, just hear this and have to email Fair me. Enough. I have no way to contact them just based off Apple. So shout Now out to they have to guy. steal their girlfriend's phone again and be able to contact you. Well, I'm way. sure he's got them on like uh, social medias. Tyler is very now popular. He to, mm. But he has to prove it, though, to Tyler that he's them. I just kind of go off the honor system with these. <laughs> first one well, <laughs> First one first in a Tyler's inbox, you get it. Send Tyler an email. Mm. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle. As we do every week on Oilers Nation Radio, we talk about the delicious debate. Tyler comes up with a little argument for us, and we go at each other about whatever's going on in the NHL. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, what do you have? For the delicious debate. Oh, preseason starting to get at least a little more meaningful, in my opinion. Starting to see some lines and things like that take shape. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Three games in the books. Tonight's number four. 180 minutes of Oilers preseason play. How many have you watched? Zero. (laughs) Zero. I, 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 unfortunately, I'm clipping fights all the friggin' time, so I haven't been able to see anything. Why they haven't put this on television like other teams in this country blows my mind. I mean, there's a there's a local network mm-hmm. with a name that's, uh, I believe, plastered on the same building we play inside of, <laughs> and yet they can't find the opportunity to put us on television. Well, I also thought it was interesting that... Like, I'm sure, what, did they got to bump, bump like a, a poker a poker show? Well, yeah. Like on, they want, right? on Wednesday, Stupid they had man. Sportsnet was showing the Leafs and Habs preseason game, but of course. the Sports Oilers squad? and Flames... We're not worthy of being televised. Thank God I bought myself a smart TV because it's streaming for free through the NHL app. So I just download the app. Remember when Sportsnet was like, hey, guys, we're going to have like uh, broadcast studios all across the country. So wherever you are, you'll get your local stuff, not like this TSN stuff. And where are we now? Not there. (laughs) Contracts almost over, I think. Yeah, they're working on it. Maybe for the last year of the deal. Yeah. You can get... Well, TNT down here, please. Well, it's even here. like I said this before when we went to, I guess it would have been the Western Conference Finals and going to Rogers Place and TNT had a booth set up right in the fucking mix in the Moss Pit. They were actually making content with crowds behind them. Like, why are they doing that? Because they like having fun. Because they know how. Yeah, there you go. They, they had know the experience how. with the NBA, right? The NBA was such a They've been doing this TNT. forever, though. They know, do outdoor just, games outside. But I mean, TNT just knows how to make it work where Sportsnet. Off. Just straight up you rip it off, How man. Long have we had, we've had plenty of time to figure it out. Oh, I practice. agree. I agree. I agree. So, something tells me too. They 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 roll out the red carpet for the American broadcast crews as well. I don't know. Maybe I bet Sportsnet just doesn't want to pay for it. It's the Americans coming down and doing their thing, or the American network coming up here and doing their thing uh, their way, and then the Canadian one just sits there and goes, "You know what? We're gonna have the." We're going to have the viewers anyways. We don't have to work this extra hard. I would argue that if the media in this country did a very good job in general, we wouldn't be here right now. Shots we fired. Are the pew, pew, well, pew, we are pew. the media now. It's true. Wow. Tyler, what do you got for us for today? A delicious debate. Well, what I was saying was uh, preseason's starting to get a little bit more meaningful. So the delicious What was your debate answer, by the way? 180 minutes. Zero. <laughs> So combined, we have how many? Of you I've watched? got 180 minutes. Okay, in. so that's combined. Uh, well, so <laughs> there's five of us on the pod. Uh, 180 divided by five is uh, we're averaging 36 minutes of preseason hockey watched each. Ooh, I like bad. that. Pretty uh, good. It's not bad at all. So it's the delicious fucking painful. I feel like I'm pulling my weight. 
<laughs> the delicious debate is what will you be watching closest for the rest of the preseason? <laughs> the, well, what will you guys streams. start watching for the preseason? I guess is the delicious debate. <laughs> Probably. Well, I have to work tonight, so that's not that's out. And because um, yeah, again, it's not on television. Um, so what next one's after that Monday? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow. I actually tomorrow. I, once again, I'll be working, so that's probably out. Uh, but no, Monday, I do plan on going, so I'll get a good 60 minutes in there. Yeah, I'll probably watch Monday. Busy weekend ahead. I won't be able to squeeze any in, but Monday, they play Vancouver. So they should have, like, low, better teams. I right? love how you say that, yet you're doing, like, a show right now, and you have an AGHL game on, but you can't find time to watch your other game. Oh, the crew just scored 14 <laughs> Crusaders. <laughs> He's like, I can't find time Everyone's right now. looking for some good hockey. Let me tell you about this team. Uh, yeah, Monday for me. I don't know what I'll watch for, I guess. Uh, like, what part of the roster intrigues you? I think the defensive thing like we spoke about last week, just kind of who's going to work their way in the lineup because there's so many guys in the mix for the lower end of mm-hmm. it. And now this whole chicken thing, too, like, is that going to play into this at all as well? Like, it doesn't seem like it, but they're in the conversation, which is good at least. So I guess what I'm looking out for the most is, yeah, who's going to crack the roster on the Probably like one or two guys on the on the, on the the uh, in the forwards and – one name on defense, I think. I'm looking for someone like top six set. I'm not worried about it. Well, I, I, Who's your top six? Well, it could be like a group of guys, any combination of which I'd be fine with. Yeah, but there's like 10 of them. Guys, right? At least okay, so top be. nine, I'm pretty good with. How's that? Okay. The question is like... Question then on that one, does Dylan Holloway, Holloway force himself into a spot in top nine? That's one thing I'm watching. Yes. He was fantastic game one against Winnipeg on Wednesday against a pretty much regular season lineup with the flames he was understandably a little bit quieter when he was one of the better skilled players on our team yeah he was he was legitimately one of the better players on wednesday against a stacked well stacked loosely flames roster i'll be watching that one two jake for by my count has been in three preseason games so far and he has been terrible when does he show up if at all or is this just what he is in which case i don't see any sp- point in saving a roster spot for him for the remaining four or five games hasn't he just been like neutral like not no, necessarily man. bad but just not good like he hasn't invisible. stepped up and done anything he's been invisible so, and for a guy who's a sixth overall pick nhl experience no his, i get that completely life just, is on the line here yeah. you would expect some more urgency than going through a game against calgary and having zero hits and one shot when you've had three uh three fifteen a power play time three when, that, when that's what they brought him in for they wanted to bring him in for that physical contact right and if he's not there doing zero. it what the hell is he doing then Zero. But I think what the rumor is, they're keeping him for one more for that uh, veteran thing tomorrow. Yeah. And then I think come Sunday, he could. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. May not be an issue anymore. What is that rule, by the way? Isn't it seven? Eight. Guys? eight guys? Are, they, are they just dressing eight guys every night? That's why they're just playing him? Eight well, veterans like, and then, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably why. So, like on Wednesday on. night's game against, because I wrote it in the wrap up, Oilersation.com. Very good website. Uh, I wrote it in the wrap up. The Oilers only had four players that played against Calgary in the playoffs playing on Wednesday. And then Demers played, right? Demers played, Vertanen played. And first round picks count as veterans. Yes. So that means Holloway would have been one. Broberg Holloway was in there. played. Broberg played. And then did Schaefer, Lee Schaefer play? Uh, oh, nope, he, just he got Seattle, left right? off in Seattle. That's right. Yeah, probably just keeping around that because McDavid's playing tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then There's, once we get, like, yeah. first of all, you don't need 37 preseason games, so oh, this, might be have, this might be a little hefty. Let's get, let's get to that after, yeah. but uh, what are you looking out for in the preseason, Rick? 
I just want to see how that last couple spots on the offense and the one spot on the defense. I think outside of that, the goaltenders are pretty much set. Uh, I'd be pretty surprised if Skinner was not number two. Um, and then, yeah, when it comes to the top 12 or top 10 or whatever you're going to have for forwards, I think the majority of them are already um, figured out, and same with the defensemen. So there's about three or four spots in the lineup that I'm that there's only really to watch. Nation Dan. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys have already covered most of the like the specifics to watch. For me, the preseason is just the last two games where you start to see guys being tested out in lines. Um, you start to see the players like a Holloway or or the people that have stood out throughout the rest of the preseason uh, getting their chance to see what they look like in an NHL roster. So yeah, for me. Um, if I'm watching any preseason, it's those kind of games, those last few games where we actually have an NHL roster. Um, otherwise, you know, it's just fun to watch because you're just seeing individual performances and, and getting excited about what players have for you in the future. Tyler? Um, yeah, for me, it's uh, the Holloway thing is is a big, big part of this. Like once the Oilers, like Dan said, start playing their NHL roster more often, is Dylan Holloway going to be a guy who keeps making noise? And if he does continue to make noise, what does that mean for the future of a guy like Warren Fogel? You know, is, is he suddenly more or less expendable based on Holloway's play? I think maybe. It's certainly a possibility. I think at that point, you guys like Ryan Malone and Derek Ryan, Matthias Janmark need to step up and make sure they can handle that bottom end of the lineup. Yep. And then that kind of pushes out um, that pushes out a Fogel. Yeah. And then also... I. The third pairing on the blue line honestly isn't that intriguing to me anymore because just as I've read stuff and as I've dug around, I think they're so sold on Broberg. So I just who, think who, it's Broberg's who, job. Broberg Berry? Broberg he hasn't Berry. been that good, though. Who's seven? Like, he's been okay. Murray. Murray? Yeah. I think Broberg's no, I, been okay, I, I, but he um, hasn't been great. I thought I heard that Demers has looked better than Murray so far. Demers was a minus four on Wednesday. That didn't help. Yeah, that's Cal- that was the Calgary game? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But even if Demers has looked better than Barry, I mean, I, I'm a no, fan of he running better, AD. he looked better than Murray. Yeah, I'm saying even if he was better than Murray. Yeah. Like, Murray has a contract, Demers doesn't. You're not just going to add an extra contract because one guy had a slightly better training camp. It's not worth adding the contract. No, no, but you could put Murray on you could wait, on, Murray. Wa- on waiver, send him down to Baco, and then keep Demers. I don't, I don't know if I want to send Murray down. I just and, don't it's see right, the, and it's right he left you at this point, too. Unless right they're going to trade Barry, I don't see the point of having Demers. Well, yeah, like, you have your three righties, and... Because you've Robert got Bouchard. Do you not think Barry. like? Do you not think that Demers is brought in for a little dip your toe in what happens if Barry's not here, and then um, you could say that for the same thing for like even like and I know people aren't gonna like this, but like a guy like Jake Furtado might be brought in for what happens if he stands up looks okay? Can we now move on for Fogel? I never thought he was gonna be the replacement for Puliarvi. Yeah, Jake Furtado has to jump on an international flight to look okay. Like no no but they they, they would have brought him in end for up in fucking Zug or something like well, that's that's fine that's that's his issue but no they brought him in here to play a physical game right so he, if not. he if he was if he was successful in what they wanted I think that kind of pushes out a guy like Fogel do you think Demers has got an AHL contract coming his way like what if he went to Bakersfield and was that the veteran down there that'd be yeah, amazing if he would because if Malone's gone like do you think Malone makes the Oilers no you don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh, I do. I don't know. I feel like I think he, they like I, him. I think I think Woodcroft like I think Woodcroft. Like I think I think they like him a lot too. But was he not the captain of the Condors last year? Yeah, he was. He could be a, a flip a flip flop yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, what do they call him, Mister Condor or whatever? Right. Obviously yeah. I just I feel like if you got a guy like Brad Malone in your system, he 100 percent he can come up and down and whatever, and he'll be cool at the spot. But like he's also a guy I bet they want in Bakersfield teaching kids how to be pros. That's yeah, but if he's not if he's in your top eleven best forwards, then 
Sorry, kids. You guys are learning on your own. I, I like the idea of Demers actually going down to Bakersfield. Like, it's worth a contract then. I, I like the idea of keeping your extra guy up here being a lefty. But do we get a Versteeg situation where someone else swoops in and grabs him? And let him. No, I'm just saying, yeah. like, yeah. Is, do you honestly think that Demers could end up in the AHL, or do you think he'll get another opportunity? I don't think he'll get claimed. Well, he wouldn't have to make waivers, right? You would just sign him in the AHL. Yeah, but is, and is another team going to come across and, and offer him uh, a contract, though? Well, he's a PTO. Yeah, he doesn't have to go through waivers, but yeah. then he, but he's just he's freebie, right? He's a UFA right now. Yeah, I think I he does have to go through waivers, guys. No, he's I've, on a tryout. I, oh, he's, I, like if you were to sign him and send him down, I think you have to sign him and then put him on waivers to get him down to base. Yes, I, that I agree. Or you yeah. release him from his PTO and then you sign him after, and then you sign well, him to a, a, an if NHL you do contract. That, like if you lose to merge, do we care? No, 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 no. No, no. But you release him from his PTO. And then and you the sign him to an AHL contract. Him. Yeah, the condos sign him. But then to get yeah. him on an NHL deal, he'd also have to clear waivers, I think. Like, like he, I think just like waivers. Would, yeah, yeah need him his contract would have to be purchased from the condors, would it yeah, not? Yeah. Fuck, I don't, this I is don't confusing. Know. <laughs> and we're probably spending way too much time on yeah, this. I, I want to talk really about, don't care about yeah. Jason DeBrun. My point was maybe with so many guys coming up to the Oilers, like Samarukov, Nemo, Broberg, like Bakersfield needs someone. Yep. Maybe Demers is that guy. The other thing, sorry, with Malone quickly, uh, like he's Mr. Condor and all of that, but I also think there's maybe the personal element of like, hey, we should give this guy a crack. To, he's done his, he's served his time he's down Is this a fucking charity or is it no, an no, NHL but, team? No, you know, no, but, but he if he's crack. earned it, if he's earned it, you're not going to send him down just because like, oh no, he's good with the kids in Baco. You but bring like, him up because you like the guy. Yeah. No, I understand that. Like get him some NHL money, all of that. But like, who's he beating on the fourth line to make a... He's 500K cheaper against the cap than Yanmark. I think I play him ahead of Yanmark. I may even play him ahead of, um, I, it's a righty lefty situation, but with uh, Derek Ryan there too. You're saving your and you're, just, you have to send down one of Yanmark or Ryan to get cap compliant too. I don't think they'll send down Ryan. Do you? I think they'll send down Yanmark. He's a 36 year old dude making I, one. I, so, I, like, yeah, he, I get the money and stuff. I just think he's so he's able to be versatile. So you want you'd rather gamble like, with Yanmark then? I'm, I'm, I'm I would okay rather with gamble I would with Yanmark. We're looking at a guy who right. has legitimately scored 19 goals in the NHL. Uh, it's a long yeah. time ago, but he's done it. Do you have enough penalty? I mean, if Yanmark can kill, then it's not an issue, I guess. But See, I, I Malone, like, and Malone can kill. Like and, we was, know, and we know Malone yeah. can play five, six, seven, eight, three minutes a game and still be relatively um, successful in those But Derek Ryan's the only right-handed centerman you got. Yep. I wonder, too, if they saw the success that Ryan had with Nuge. Who was the other guy in that line? Was it Hyman? Fogel. Fogel. I wonder if they'll be like, okay, well, if we ever get in a spot where we need to put Ryan there, we know he, that line can be responsible. I think just the familiarity is a similar argument with Brad Malone as well. Like that's yeah, yeah. Brad I think Malone's Malone just so provides cheap. you with a utility knife that you could slot into any position for a night or two, and then get him out of there again. And it's not hurting his develop any development anymore, and and it's not hurting to sit him either because he's not he's not a Derek Ryan aged veteran either. Yeah. How old is Malone? Thirty two, something like that. Yeah, he's been around Sounds a minute. Yeah. Right? But not a lot of not a lot of NHL tread on those tires. So games, you know, versus right? a Derek Ryan, three hundred. He's thirty-three. Sorry, yeah. But anyways, D- delicious I, debate I, for our friends. I could at, see you. Yeah, it's a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. If you are hungry on a Friday, why don't you check them out on DoorDash? Liam, ding dong. Get yourself some Oodle Noodle. Relax today. You've worked enough for the week. That's what I say. Uh, next up, probably the biggest story that I want to talk about over the week. I'm tired of talking about Brad Malone when we've got a supermodel sitting in the room. <laughs> How did this happen? If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you go to the Oilers store, where is that picture anyway? It's right over to the front of Rogers, isn't it? Yeah, dude. 
It's a, if you go to Roger's place, you will see Rick's face on official marketing. Yeah, like I haven't made it over there yet, but I'm anticipating it's a very How many times have you been tagged in that photo, though? Uh, more than one, yeah. There's, I got a couple of messages the other day from that. <laughs> but it was just sent to me, like, hey, is this your face? And <laughs> I, I was like, know. wait, hold on a second. I'd, like, zoom in on this, and I'm like, can you send me this when this is, like, finished, please? Like, if I... It looks kind of like me. I'm pretty sure it is me. Because I saw it on the Oilers Nation radio Instagram. Tyler, you were very quick with that. He's quick. <laughs> quick, quick. I, I I was like, what? How did this happen? I have no, like, literally, I have no idea. Like, I didn't, I don't think I signed up for anything or, you know, like. You're just passionate, Rick. <laughs> All I know is we've got like, a Nation Trojan horse in there now, you know? We got her foot seen, in the right, in I the feel door. like I've seen you, Rick, in, like, hype videos and, and different like still images within their big highlight packs. I honestly think the only ones I've seen myself in are the ones that like the kids in the outside this door produce. I don't think I've ever seen myself on any other ones. I, oh, you I, were, thought, I thought you were I on an like intro I... video. Oh, we made, oh, I so was like, um, so they made an intro video for the, like when they first opened Rogers and it went through Michael Maxis, who's, um, a big, a big time director in Edmonton from Edmonton. Anyways, uh, yeah, we did a whole thing. So there's a bunch of us from the nation. We were outside uh, Knoxville's at the LRT, and where else did we go? I can't remember. We were outside the pipe yeah, for a little bit, and I think we did three or four little spots where we had to do something. But I mean, that was what? all set up through like my uh, through Mike and like Adam and stuff. So that was. Well, and I was going to say, Rick, that outfit that you're wearing in the picture. I mean, I'm a I'm a Rick enthusiast, so I feel like I recognize that from a more recent playoff run. It's definitely yeah. this playoff run because there's uh, I've got yeah. that fat chain on. Uh, I've right. only had that for this year, mm. but I only, dude, I only went to, I think I only went to two games in the playoffs. But chances are they, they were just waiting for you. Well, chances yeah, are, I mean, like um, those two games, people knew you were there because I've well, gone to a bunch of games with you right now <laughs> by at this point, and they know when you're there. I remember last year I was sitting there for like one of the first games of the year, and I could hear the guys behind me like start whispering like, "Oh, this guy," and they're talking about me, and they thought it was funny or whatever. So I was like, "Okay, I guess I can get away with something tonight." And now your face is right in front of Roger's place for <laughs> presumably the entire season. The funniest part about yeah, it's gonna it. Be a while, man. The funniest part about it to me is I guarantee whoever made that there didn't know the association or at least <laughs> no, have I don't it in front of knew. mind. So that's what's so good to me about it. I love everything about it. Yeah, like I'm I I'll go out on a limb and just say the hat that I'm wearing in that is ninety eight percent, maybe ninety seven percent chance of Oilers Nation hat. Yeah, it's just backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. There's no way they would have put you on there if it was forward. Oh, or they would have blacked it out. Yeah. No, they would have just took a different picture. There's no chance. That it's photographer may have just been fired. Outstanding. <laughs> it's great. It's the best. It yeah, was, I was, dude, I just, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was blown away as much as anybody else. Like, what the hell is this? There's got to be there's got to be a wall in OEG's offices with all of our Polaroids on it. And then Rick's just fell down in behind like a garbage can or something. No, and they missed it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but uh, I'm sure we'll have some fun with it for the next so little bit. So, my ask if you're listening to this right now, fair listeners, if you're driving by <laughs> Roger's place, I don't think you can drive and see it. I think it's like it's in If that you're walking walkway. to Roger's place, if you're in the area, just pop in there and take a photo and tag ON Radio Podcast. <laughs> yep. I want as many of those pictures of Rick as I can possibly acquire. I've got a library, a personal one. Those are mostly when he's sleeping because we're roommates, <laughs> but this would just be a nice little add on to what I've got. Speaking of rooming with Rick. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. 
I was just gonna say, start of the season, you've got the you've got a window washer out there putting up a brand new mural in place of. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not up there right either. now, man. Or they just slap a sticker over Rick, like just an Oilers logo. One of those fat heads, just Connor right there instead. Yeah. Connor standing in the play in the, in the stands. Uh. Uh, where I was going was speaking of rooming with Rick, uh, the nation vacation to Vegas is almost sold out already. It's amazing, it sure so. is, Tyler. I'm glad where you we mentioned at, it. We, I, we, I'm just seeing it right now. We've sold two more trips. So we have current, we're at about like set, what am I saying? 78, 80% Tyler math. Somewhere about 80% sold out. So amazing. it's, uh, it went insanely fast. Uh, we we said it was going to sell out, but we didn't think it was going to go this fast. Euler fans have responded in droves. Um, but uh, yeah, amazing. Where do we find details on this trip, Dan? Nationgear.ca. Wow. Why is that not in my head? Just pre-programmed. But nationgear.ca, it's right there at the front. Right there in the front. You can't miss it, in fact. But what I will say, if you're planning on coming on this trip with us, don't wait. You will miss out. Yep. It is going to sell out. Because even if we do put more up, they're going to be more expensive. Yes. Yeah. So this that's is kind of a little the... bit. This is a, that's a good point, Tyler. This is a little bit of like almost an early bird price. Because if we can probably, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. We can probably extend the trip if it sells out. But those additional trips will be a little bit more money. Yeah, I am currently in talks about getting uh, procuring more uh, spots. But yeah, unfortunately, just with the way that flights work and with the way hotels work and everything, we'd have to get another bus, all that good stuff. It is going to be a little bit more expensive. So this is your early bird pricing option right now. Nationgear.ca, come to Vegas. It's in January. You know how cold it is in Edmonton in January. Come hang out with us. It's going to be good. We got a viewing party happening. I can't wait. We're going to the game. We're going to Taco Bell Cantina. So we fly in a Thursday. We're there Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and we leave Sunday. Yeah, we come home Sunday. Evening. And the cool, uh, you mentioned it, Bag Milk. We have two watch parties, actually, with this one. Uh, just because of feedback from people that have come on these trips, we're going to have a watch party ahead of time here in Edmonton uh, where only people from the trip are going to be able to hang out with us and watch a game. <laughs> and then that way you get to know people before you go to Vegas and then you don't have, you're not a bunch of strangers there. So we have like security making sure like it's, are you, are you on the trip? 1000%. I'm on the trip. All right, you're allowed in. I like this. <laughs> yep. Say the code word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we need and a code that, word. One before we will do the code word. There you go. One, bo- uh, one before ten, ten before one. I'll send it. I'll send it to your email inbox eight minutes before the actual party, <laughs> and then you're you're in. Another thing I wanted to talk about. We talked about Rick being a supermodel. What about our head coach? This is so funny. This past week, news came out that Jay Woodcroft was named the most handsome coach in the NHL. Gambling.com released these scores after getting information from an app called Golden Ratio Face. Whatever that is. Anyway, it doesn't matter what it is. All I know is that our boy, Jay Woodcroft, handsome as he is a tactician. The power poses. That was nice. Smooth. Professional. He's real smooth. You even hit the cough. That was professional. That That was well done. I like that. We're supposed to gloss over that, guys. Yeah, when, <laughs> I, when I sneeze and I mute myself, it's because I don't want people to know I sneezed. But they're not going to know how professional we are then. Yeah. True. Good point. Good point. Thank how you. are you supposed Let's to pump your that whole thing. <laughs> Take two. Anyways, back to Woodcroft. Oh, no, hold on a second here. Like, I get behind this and everything. This, But, like, number two? Hang on. We'll get there. Because I Ricky Bobbied this whole <laughs> list. Whoa. If you're not first, you're the last. Whole. 
right the whole yeah. the whole list like the graphic looked grainy to begin with i didn't understand Listen, you guys like, are getting into the details that i don't want to talk about because jay woodcroft's <laughs> number one however he got there with a score of 9.18 out of 10 that's all i care about i want to see assistant coaches too because i feel like uh mac t should be way up there too from what i understand oh he's a silver fox exactly you know although the silver foxes according to this report from last week gambling.com silver foxes they were punished in this yeah you know, they were who was 32? How was Daryl punished? 32? Well, there, I mean, like, that's why there might be a little hitch in the giddy up and the old I data see, on this one. You know, <laughs> there might be a turd in the punch bowl on how that app works. But again, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> JJ Woodcroft, number one. Last place, Liam, Peter, uh, Peter Laviolette from the He's Washington Capitals. He's a decent Capitals. looking coach. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I agree. Who's My that? favorite, though, is he came in at 16th overall, Bruce Boudreaux, and our friend David <laughs> Quadrelli asked him in a press conference what he thought about coming in at number 16, and the answer was hilarious. Peter Lavlio, that's a good-looking coach. Where was a, what's the Chicago coach called? Richardson? Luke Richardson. Yeah, he's a like handsome he's guy. He's got some looks to him. Uh, former Oiler. Former Oiler. Luke Richardson came in at number 18 behind Lindy Ruff. He's be- <laughs> And he's behind Brucey? Look at and this Brucey. guy. Yeah. No, no way. So let's run through the top five here real quick, all right? Number one. Oh, can we go five to one? Sure, 100%. We already know Jay Woodcroft's number one. He is the most handsome. He is a tactician. I factor in the power poses into this. I imagine that came somewhere in. BDE off the charts. Uh-huh. Starting at number five for Liam. What was that? Uh, <laughs> number five. Paul Maurice. Yikes. He's not even in the NHL. He, he is coaching, coaching the Florida Panthers. <laughs> oh. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Someone's too busy uh, watching the AJHL. Number four. number four. John Hines from the Nashville Predators. <laughs> <laughs> this list is laughable. <laughs> number three. Derek Lalonde from the Detroit Red Wings. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. Look at Rick sitting right beside me. Is he can him? verify the info. I'm not here to shame anyone for their looks, but Luke <laughs> Richardson is objectively more attractive <laughs> than both John Hines and Derek Lalonde. <laughs> and we had Derek Lalonde on the DFR rundown today. He's a great guy, damn it. But we also had Rod, Rod Brindamore. Is that why you had him on? Because he was so high high up in the uh, <laughs> yes. in the rankings? Yes. We're working our way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah just working our way through. I am stunned by this yes. list. Number two, Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames. I could see it. <laughs> uh, the conviction in his face when he said that. Would you like the caboose, Liam? The caboose. Of this of this list. Give it to me. Peter Laviolette, we got him. Dead last, 32. He only got a 6.04 out of 10. So everyone's above average. Yeah. yeah, according to this list, there's, yeah. right? there's so much about this list that is just. <laughs> I mean, I, I, personally, I feel like it's incredibly accurate. Um, That's very <laughs> analytical. Number thirty-one, Liam, Jim Montgomery of the Boston Bruins. I can't picture him in my head. Actually, <laughs> formerly Dallas. Was Stars that the Dallas guy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number thirty, Andre Turigny in Arizona. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody can picture his face. Type in Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. No, do Groot. <laughs> and then compare him with that guy. Number 29, David Quinn from the San Jose Sharks. Formerly the New York Rangers. <laughs> you having a good time over there, Tyler? Is that is Liam comparison? Did he nail it or what? 
Wallace and Gromit is pretty good. <laughs> I'm not even in the room. And I know that oh no! Yeah, I feel like we're getting maybe. Oh. I don't know. All right, and it's, uh, it's it sounds mean, but that's what I'm trying to say. Is like this this whole list is it just seems like it was somebody's fun, I guess, slash cruel joke, and it took off, yeah, and really we all so bought fun. into it, it really line and sinker. And I think it's because the Oilers head coach was the first one. Woo! Well, yeah, of course. I got I got one more I want to know about. Please. Dallas Eakins. Dallas Eakins. Oh, he came yeah. in. Uh, where is he? Number tied for seventh with Craig Berube from the Santa uh, from St. Louis Blues. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut this whole thing. Torts is right. They behind. didn't believe God, in the chop wood and carry water. Uh, Torts is right behind him. Torts number nine. Torts is. He's a yeah, handsome man. Not yeah, bad. Tor- probably good. top ten. Canada. And and he rescues a lot of animals and stuff. True. That's got it. But I wonder if personality played into this. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course. Daryl Sutter known for his his, uh, beaming personality. So there you go. There is the coach rankings. We do not necessarily agree with the data of this list, though we do agree that Jay Woodcroft is easily the most handsome. Well. Allegedly, in my opinion. The uncovering of this list has now just made Woodcroft's aura grow from there on in. The the news that's come out since then has just been incredible. Oh, well. Or the, the fines, I guess. You got a big brain like that, you match it with a handsome face, all of a sudden you end up in the NHL. Congrats, and Jay Woodcroft. Hobo. Yeah, he was the also an actor. He found out that he was in the Littlest Hobo. Yeah, but with the one with his parents. Oh, yeah, Gregor. Uh, Gregor tweeted that. I'll find it real quick. Uh, yeah, like, that was his second oh, yeah. credit. That Can you lady, pull that up and put that on the Bluetooth, actually? That lady was very flexible. Yeah, let me just uh, work away here. Give, give me a quick second. Yeah, so... Tyler's looking at that, but what we learned is Jay Woodcroft has got a couple of credits on his IMDb, and it's fun. Who knew he wanted to be an actor? Who knew? Like life was different back in the 80s. You can really be whatever you want to be. You Put can. your mind to it, you know? Yeah. You can be That's very motivational. a head coach, mm-hmm. an actor, a child actor, <laughs> actor. and <laughs> the most handsome man in the NHL. The trifecta, one might call that. Everything's coming up Woody is what we're hearing here. Uh, oh. shout out to, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance for making sure that we're covered with all the products that we need. Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. Everything you need is available at cornerstoneins.ca. Get yourself a quote right there on the website. Got it? Good. Cornerstoneins.ca. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now our Oilers Nation radio group text is blowing up with photos and comparables. <laughs> and it's very distracting because Tyler's trying to tell me not to be distracted when I do this podcast, but this is not helping. Something, right? Something's about to happen. Where are you doing to my mom? Okay, so this is the, it's, for, it's 43 seconds long. It's a young Jay Woodcroft in this movie walking in on his mom having sex with a guy. Allegedly. Alleged. Well, it's pretty cut and dry in the video. <laughs> go ahead, Tyler. Here we go. A little cinema for you. Oh. Mommy, I got a tickle in my throat. I don't believe it. Daddy, what are you doing to my mommy? You tell him. The truth? Now? Of course. What for? As Dr. Spock says, if you lie to him now, then they'll hate you for it later, but make it quick, huh? <laughs> Hi, Bobby. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Um, Bobby, darling, you're still very young. But, sweetheart, have you ever heard of the birds, the bees, and the flowers? Why is she yes, so creepy? and I don't want any more damn brothers or sisters. I hate the ones I have now. And scene. The, vi- the, uh, yeah. visu- the visual with that, though, is like you have to go fucking find that. that wow. Is so I'll retweet it onto our podcast Twitter. Oh, that's fantastic. Has anyone asked him about this? Oh, I think so. I've seen- it I had to have came up the other day. Must have. If Bruce Boudreaux is being asked about being the 16th most handsome coach in the NHL, yeah, they, we've, yeah, Gregor put this Woodcroft. on his thing like two days ago. There's, so not a, there's not a chance Woodcroft's still hiding from this. Oh. All I know Woodcroft's is... Woodcroft's taking time away from the team right now. <laughs> probably my favorite news of the week, really. Yeah. Everything about it I loved. In fact, I also loved it so much that I was quick to write about it, but the comments on Facebook from people who think that I should not be writing about Handsome Woody, they were also <laughs> as entertaining as anything that came out this week. Uh, Why? Who would say who would be upset with that? Well, you know, if you can picture guys with white frame sunglasses. Ah, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Some DC shoes. Uh, a couple of things that I want to get to before Ask the Idiots. J- uh, Darren Dreger. I was going to say Jason Greger, but Darren Dreger yesterday talked about the Oilers in the mix for Chikrin out of Arizona. I could hear, I was with Jay Downton when that tweet went out. I got to break the news to Jay that he could be available. The Oilers are in the mix. He was very excited. Hold on, because I, I watched that segment with, with Dreger, mm-hmm. and this was never put in the initial tweet when someone just says, I, this is why I don't like what people just putting stuff from TV on tweets. We were, he labeled like 10 teams, and we were like the ninth. Like we were a lot nowhere, of teams like Chickering. Yeah, like, and of course we're going to be in like spoken or kick tires or whatever the hell you want to say. I just don't think there's any... There's no like hard facts that we're like closing in or leading the race or anything like no, that. No, just in the mix. Yeah, yeah so as the same as it was yesterday and the day before and the month before that. And that's why I go real quick. What are you going to give up for him? Like if the if the ask has come down and it's a prospect of first and the plus maybe, would you give up Broberg a first and then something to make the money work? Because yes. I would. Yes. You just you have to right now. You're in your championship window. Everything, all your pieces are so locked up. 
that I think Broberg can be expendable if it's for a guy like Chikorin. And the arguments against it are just, it's the mystery box thing, in my opinion, yeah. where it's like, well, arguments mis- are dumb. well, yeah, so it's like, oh, well, Broberg could one day be Jacob Chikorin. And it's like, okay, well, Chikorin is Chikorin at $4.6 million for three more seasons. Mm -hmm. And if you bring that in and make the money work, which is moving out Barry or moving out Fogel in that deal or Fogel plus in that deal, then it just makes too much sense to not go out and do it. Saves you almost like $2 million putting Broberg in there, wouldn't it? With his salary and then his bonuses? Well, I guess, yeah, you have to factor in Broberg's bonuses too that he could potentially get. I don't know all the details on that. But I just think like if the ask is a first in Broberg, you do it every day of the week. My concern is that the ask is more than that. The only only argument against it that I I think is valid is that if you're going to use that bullet in your chamber a little bit later on for um, a position that you might need a little bit more than you need that. What do you right need now. more than a left but, D man? Yeah, I do. It Probably right a right D man, but you don't know what's gonna. Ha- you don't know what's gonna be come um, trade deadline time, right? And you yeah. have to wait till Christmas time. You don't want to spend all your all your shekels right now and leave yourself screwed at the uh, you know come. Yes, come but you're but you're talking about Jacob Chikrin, not just anybody. Like to me, this is a transaction. This is the move that teams make when they have a superstar on their team in the ranks, and that's what we do. We have two of them that are, you know, continuing to raise the price. Now I know the cap has gone up and all that good stuff, but that this is these are the times that you make these moves as an organization to get your championships in the window before it uh, before it becomes more challenging again. So uh, like, you know, all the prices that we've laid out to me are are things that you have to consider because but we don't know if that's the actual price. Is- yeah, for sure. But to me, like there's been there's there's enough smoke now with this that that obviously there's a conversation happening and the Coyotes have been high because the transaction hasn't happened if there's 10 teams involved. The Coyotes are high? That's yeah. <laughs> Real well, they, high. they have to be to consider trading Jacob Chikrin. Nice. Dan mentioned it, so I'll bring it up. The salary cap looking to go up, up to $10 million over the next handful of years, which so, could not... So, so far away still. But that comes at the perfect timing for some of the stuff that we got to get done. Well, I mean, if it's perfect time, we get a bump of like two or three right now when we need to get um, McLeod and Bush under some sort of contract. Yeah. But if we only have a million bump this year and a million bump next year. We also have some dead space coming off, though. Yeah. But, I mean, you're looking at... So, let's he's at, what, 780? So, in reasonable, you got to think that's an extra two something for um mcleod and Bro- and um bouchard what's his total package right now bouchard yeah cost and everything uh 863 plus with bonuses he could you know probably closer to two right so he's got to he's got to be worth about two million on our cap we're gonna have after this year we have uh, no no bush because he had to they, he put in his salary plus his his, his bonuses right and you have to assume so it'll come up hits. around three then if he hits everything yeah so like another two so then if you look at the, if you call him a three million dollar player right now that's probably another three million you need like five million dollars just for those two players no 1.5 comes off next year for sexy reg and then all we got uh milan lucic also comes off for next year and then there's just two more years of james neal after that at what 750 or 1.25 for james neal 1.9 1.9. Shout out to our boy Peter Torelli. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news is the salary cap is going up. Once that news broke, though, you get crazy weird shit coming out. Like, Stop, the Leafs don't even give factoring it to Connor McDavid into their long-term cap plans. 
To me, that's akin to me factoring Miranda Kerr into my long-term life plans, <laughs> provided that she ever decides to leave the Snapchat guy. <laughs> know what I mean? Wouldn't all every team in the league be probably factoring in like, oh, McDavid's a free agent, the maybe. Yeah, and that also assumes that they are just letting Matthews walk in two years as opposed to Connor and waiting for Connor. If we're still doing this after Connor and Leon both resign, I'm fairly certain like our downloads in like Eastern Canada are going to fucking fall through the floor because I'm going to (laughs) be terrible to listen to. Oh yeah. I'm going to be insufferable. Once those extensions are done, I'm not going to stop ever. No. Ever. So anyway, there you go. Caps going up. Time for Ask the Idiots. I got a couple of questions. Oh, okay. How far back do you think it's worth looking for like comparables on a deal i don't know like like a defenseman of his caliber like a trade so jacob, deal you mean jacob truba was traded to new york for neil pionk and a first round pick that's like four years ago yeah was that about that was about three or four yeah years he ago. didn't have the term though and he, was, and he was a year older yeah so, so i think comparing that you would probably need what another prospect and another well pick. a better prospect than neil pionk was he was maybe. 24 at the time as well. yeah so he wasn't even really dumb I think Broberg in a first is comparable then when you factor everything else in. I do it. That's to that that's to that trade though. That's not necessarily what the Coyotes want. I wonder what the Oilers offer if they've made one has been. Like I you, we saw the report saying you don't move or they they won't move Holloway or Broberg. So like what was no, it? Was pa- it just like Bo- was it Bro- Broberg or Borgo? It was Broberg. Broberg. Oh. So like is their offer Samurakov pool Yarvi in a first and the Coyotes are like no. Maybe. I mean, at that point, don't you have to put you have to put Kulak in the deal, don't you? Like, I'm not right. putting Kulak in the deal. I'm just saying, if you bring in, if you don't move Broberg, you bring in Chikrin. Um, where all these people playing all these defensemen? You move Barry, and Broberg plays the right side. They're clearly okay-ish with Broberg being on the right side. Yeah, I mean, it's if you can swing the deal, and also I'm not believing these reports that say the Oilers are not in on it or blah blah blah, whatever. What's his face said earlier today? They've been wrong so often this summer. Like, I don't know why anyone's even it's fun, giving man. a shit what they... Tweet. And we need page views. Mm. Love them sweet, sweet PVs. Page views. Mm. All right, ask the idiots. <laughs> couple of questions here. We're going to burn through some of these. They're a little bit quick. Others are going to take a little bit more thought. So, Liam, I'm going to start with you. Would you like to see the NHL start some kind of European division? No. Tyler? No. Dan? I would love to see some kind of a like a third league that's below the below the AHL develop over there, but no, not a not a division. Rick, no. I already hate eight thirty starts. Like I cannot imagine or fathom what time I'd have to either wake up or stay up to watch Oilers games if they're playing over in Europe. No, no, we had that day game. Remember when the Oilers started their season? Oh, yeah, like that a, was eleven a.m. Yeah, that was not bad. Yeah, that was okay. I could do that. They could just televise European games, and that would be fine. But I don't see the point of making an NHL thing. No, and I don't think the NHL needs to go over there. I like the fact oh. they have their own little leagues over there. I wouldn't want yeah. the NFL coming here for football. I don't want uh, inside. I can't promote uh, NHL going over there for whatever. It just wouldn't make sense. Like, what? how would you play within those divisions? It would have to be like a team goes over there. You have to go for weeks, probably. Well, you'd have to go for you like... You go on a stint like baseball. Yeah. I think it's always funny when it's like we need to grow the game abroad, but we never show games abroad. <laughs> yeah, but that's the first step. Yeah, like, like soccer does it all the time. 
I could watch five leagues. Abroad, I can't even watch the Oiler preseason games on television (laughs) right now, and I live five minutes from the damn arena. Fantastic point. We have small steps to take before we get across the ocean. (laughs) There you go. Well, wouldn't wouldn't growing the game abroad be showing them the games? Sure. And we don't do that well either. Do both. Just show the game. Like make you want to be a them. We charge them the same $270 that we charge North Americans, though. Question number two, Dan, I'm going to start with you. We all remember how legendary the Oilers' power play was to start last season. There were a few weeks there where we were running at about 40% or more. Tyler said we were going to go 75% the whole season. More or less, yeah, he did say that. With a full season of Kane and Woody now here, is it possible we are looking at a repeat or at least some kind of ridiculous figure once again? Dan? Well, any power play that has Connor McDavid on it is, of course, capable of whatever you put in front of it. Uh, Tyler's seventy-five percent, notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I would <laughs> I would not put it past them to to uh, to continue to to grow up in that trend. But the we saw it last year with that huge uh, influx of goals to start. Uh, teams adjust to that stuff, and so you're going to have to continuously be adjusting, and that's where the Woodcroft element will come into it. Liam, will the Oilers be a top power play again this year? Yes. 40%? Yes. This is the year. (laughs) Give me that 40% power play. We are doing it. I don't even care. What was our final number last year? I don't even give a shit. I don't care (laughs) if they win the cup. I don't care if they they could miss the playoffs, damn it. All I care about this year, I want a 40% power play. Uh, That's where Tyler's at, Rick. Yes. And there's a clip. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no reason why they're not going to be one of the top power plays in the league. I mean, 100%. just look at it. That's just the first line. Look at the second line. The second line is not nothing to shake a stick at either. Mm-hmm. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. This third question: Ask the idiots. What is the worst rule in hockey? The trapezoid. Ooh, puck over glass. I can't go uh, by the uh, fact that. <laughs> how many are you going to take? He's here? got the rule book out. Tyler, can we have some? Okay, fine. I, my final answer. Is my actual answer is I think it's really dumb that you can ice the puck on the power play. Okay, come Liam, to, come to me last. All right, Rick, where's rolled in hockey? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm quickly going through. I, yeah, I got to go with the trapezoid. You know, I have the puck over the glass. Everybody knows the rule, and it's there. it's there for a reason. If it wasn't there, it would be brutalized. Uh, we go through a thousand pucks a game. If the trapezoid or puck no, over the, glass. the puck over the glass, oh, like yeah, they yeah. can do that so easily. I just be, think they should make it the same as icing. Where I'm okay with chain. I'm okay with that. But yet, I just can't. There. I just can't take it away because yeah, the defense. Yeah, it'd be nuts. That's D- fair. Dan, worst rule in hockey. Uh well, I have to stay on brand, and it's going to be the instigator for sure. Um, that was brought in years and years ago to quell the fighters from policing the game, and the league wanted the wanted us to trust them to be able to police the game for us, and they haven't been able to do that. So the instigator. Is my choice, Liam? Are you prepared? I am ready. Hit me. Kick, kicked goals. Oh, I agree with this. Actually, I think. What does it matter if your you skate is literally on, everywhere else on the ice? If your skate is on the ice, you would soccer fan. I don't know I if I agree with that. that. I don't know if I could get behind that. But it, heading how, how the puck in, though, I get it. But I'll, no, let's just say right now, it's part of the traditionalist in me that's coming out right now. I just, I yeah. think the important part is what Bag Milk said, where your skate has to be on the ice. It'll get dangerous if yeah, you have guys sure. like lifting their skates up. To, as like, much as I'd in. love to see a bicycle kick in the <laughs> NHL, somebody <laughs> will get decapitated. Special. <laughs> I do. I'm a big fan of. I, I think it. It would take skill to like be tied up in front 
and still be able to like hold your skate on the ice when you see the puck coming while you're tied up and like knock it in. I'm sure there's some Flames fans that are really upset right now. Take Blake Coleman, for example. (laughs) (laughs) That goal didn't count, and Martin Jello's goal in 04 didn't count. Get over it. Worst rule for me, just to try and be different, because some of them got said already, I hate in the regular season when you go from a three-on-three OT into the shootout. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Kill the shootout. Extend the OT 10 minutes. So you're going back to ties? Do you know you could also just do endless OT? Someone's going to score endless three on three, and it prevents him also from just keeping hold of the puck. Yeah, I don't know. How many times did we see that last year where it's like, oh, we're just going to run out the clock? Well, they hold the puck on us, so our better players don't get it because they know if our better players get it, they're screwed. I would also endless time, then they can't do that anymore. In OT, I would also also do a basketball, no over and back. Yeah, I think that makes it too complicated. You can't have the floating blue line. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, that's what I'm doing, Tyler. It's my my fucking rule change. I'm, I'm fully supportive bag milk. <laughs> Screw Tyler. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. I want you to close your eyes, boys. I've got a visual for you here. Liam's participating, so I'm going to start with him. <laughs> Picture this, Liam. The Oilers win the Stanley Cup on the road in game six. Where? Where? I can't just envision a blank bar. This know. stagnant question that bag milk was given. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, say. I'll, I'll say Toronto. Okay. Where are you watching the game? <laughs> Not there. Uh, I can't afford a ticket. <laughs> Spent it all on game seven against the Kings. Um, <laughs> I'll be at home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at home with my dad eating bananas. Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to be like a yeah. three or four. Like, that's, a, that's a bundle. bundle. That's three a or bundle. Four bundle. You got to have some yeah, backups just in case. One. If it goes to overtime, I'm <laughs> so busy he's running out. Nation Dan. Oilers are winning the cup game six. It's it's an away game. Liam's asking questions that I don't have answers to. It's somewhere. Well, it's not here. Where are you watching the game? I, I believe I would be contractually obligated to host a nation party somewhere, likely the pint. Uh, but uh, we would uh, I would definitely be at the nation party and it would be crying tears of joy. Tyler, where are you watching that game? This again, this is something I, I've said a few times. This is a take I've had a few times. When my team plays in big games, if I can't be in the building, I want to be dialed in. So I'm on my own couch. I'm probably crying when it happens, but I'm on my own couch. I think that's a game where you just, I understand where you're coming from, but I think you need to be out just in case. Well, I'm out as soon as it, like. Yeah, it, but you uh, just like. The, the the time it takes for you to like when you're done cheering and you know the couple of Kleenexes to you don't think the, the party goes the all get, night you do but by the time you get to the next place like it's you just you just missed you missed out on some of the the goal the, the empty netter the, the save the three five four three two one like you just missed out yeah this. that's fair in oh four like the in oh four when Calgary was there I had to stay home because I didn't have to, I could not be out if the opposite was where are you watching this game then where are you watching the Oilers win on the road oh that's pretty damn easy I'll be at the point I I was thinking about this after I read the question as it came in I honestly think if the Oilers are on the road with a chance to win I might unload the clip to be there I'd be I would seriously consider like listen if we we didn't have an opportunity to go there I think I'd be very very surprised if anybody who just answered the question wasn't at the bar with me watching yeah, probably. I, it would depend on where it is. 
for me, like wanting to be there because I just as great as being in the building would be in the road on the road. Eh. But it's like, fun think of you being in all the background of all of the photos because you're the only Oilers fan wherever this at like MSG or whatever. You're like, what? yes. In the and back. at that point, security is just relaxed, and you're able to walk into the locker room and celebrate with the boys. Yeah, like, your Who media the pass you? and all like, sorts of stuff. So you're fan. fine. Yeah, so if I'm not going to empty the clip and pretend that I don't have responsibilities to go to that game, I'm probably with Rick. Actually, that's a good point. I'm, it's gonna, yeah, I'm, we're we're throwing a party of of proportions that we've never seen before, and um, yeah, it's gonna go for a while. I know most of the people on this podcast were too young, but what, like, I have a regret of not unloading the clip at like what twenty twenty one for 06, the oh six run. Where were you guys? Did you guys consider uh, going to Carolina in 06? Well, I had no money in 06. So I, like, I didn't I was know eight. what hockey was. My buddy was, uh, he grew up with Fernie. He got his tickets to Anaheim, but we couldn't afford to. I couldn't afford to go down for it. Fair I enough. would have loved to. But yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm in a place now. Yeah, I'll sell internal organs. It's yeah, now I'm not I sure. I'm not. I'm not so sure they're worth anything anymore. But <laughs> no, um, no, no, they've been damaged. Yeah, slightly used. They're good for science. We so. now we now know the what can happen after one playoff Stanley Cup final run. So, yeah, there you go. Keep submitting your questions for Ask the Idiots, and if you want to sponsor the segment, hit Tyler up. Tyler at OilersNation.com. He will help you. I think we have a sponsor starting next week. Do we? Yeah. Well, never mind what I just said. Then that's very exciting. <laughs> Shout out to our new friend that's coming for October. <laughs> If you want to sponsor a new segment, though, call Tyler. Yeah, we'll, we'll just make, make one, one up. Yeah. yeah, we will absolutely make one up because also, programming note, ON Radio is going to twice a week once the season starts. Let's go. So, there you go. Yep. Liam, it's, it's time to get the buttons ready. Yeah. Twig and Berries, hot and cold performers of the week. If you go to twigandberries.ca, use the, nation, uh, the promo code NATION15, you will get a discount on your order. Or you can just head on out to St. Albert. Go check out the store. You might even see Tyler there stocking up on their fantastic ODR gear. I recommend you buy one of those hoodies. They're fantastic. Start off with our veggies every week. Liam, you're up first. Your Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. The government. Your M truck's pissed. That was his. Uh-huh. <laughs> for one reason. So recently I got a parking ticket for parking outside of my own home for an unregistered vehicle because my car was broke. Mm-hmm. So I got this ticket in like August and my court date was October 2nd. And on it, it says you have to appear for this court date. October 3rd, sorry, Monday. So I went in to the office the other day to see if I could get it reduced. And they're like, yeah, you just have to do it online. Nowhere on this damn thing did it ever say I could just do this online. So I've been holding this ticket (laughs) for like two months. And to add on top of that, I then went to register my vehicle because I got the ticket voided, by the way. Nothing. So then I went to register my vehicle and I have to wait 10 days for a verification code to do my online registration. So the government is my cold performer. Oh, that's cold. Very efficient. <laughs> Nation Dan, you were Twig and Barry's cold performer of the week. Well, actually, mine was going to be the government for that rule uh, that they put out or they changed with the GDL thing because I didn't understand it until just this morning. So I, I actually don't have a cold performer of the week. Um, on the spot. Jeopardy music. On the on. spot, I'm going to give it to that list, that darn list of, of handsomest coaches because I you. just thought that was weird. How I'm sorry. You. I know Woodcroft was at the top, but I just thought that list was weird. So that gets my cold performer of the week. Have you ever fought before? Yeah. You have? Yeah. You're probably beat up in the bus stop most of the time. I, so, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love when we have new buttons. 
Uh, honorary Cold Performer Nation Dan. Uh, Tyler, you're up. Twig and Berry's Cold Performer of the Week. Uh, the guy at my beer league game who, as I was about to go take a shot in the shootout, said, your blog fucking sucks. Uh, words hurt, man. And we're all just there to have fun. It was like 1130 at night. I didn't need to be attacked out like that. You're as cold as ice. You should just give them the link to the reviews. Yeah, leave us a review, man. Maybe you can have some oodle noodle. Yeah, on us. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, your Twig and Berry's Cold Performer of the Week. Well, I don't know if we get to the injuries, to the the, the, the concussion protocols, whatever of the NFL, but uh, man, watching Tua go down on, on Monday oh. or Sunday or whatever, and a little wobbly, man. I get it. You know, he passed everything the rest of the days, but then seemed to hit, again, his, hit his head again last night, and then his fingers do that whole crip finger thing. It's, uh, it, I don't know, that, that whole situation, I don't know how you get away from it. but That rattled me. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird, man. It's uh, yeah, we've seen a lot of things. I don't. I think that's the first time I've seen it. Seen some dude's fingers did that. Yeah, and then like Amazon just went all gladiator style, and they're just like replay, replay, replay. I was like, oh my god. Jeff Bezos is like, that's everyday shit around here. <laughs> Are you thrilled? I'm not. Uh, I was also going to say the Tua thing, but I'm going to pivot because nobody had it. My Twig and Berry's Cold Performer of the Week. It's got to go. You know what? I'm just feeling bad for my boy Frankie Lasagna out in Toronto. He bought a ticket to sit in the home run zone to try and catch Aaron Judge's record ball or record tying ball. He just he needed an extra handful of inches on that arm. I mean, was that don't even, we all? Was that a first baseman's glove first? Because if you're going to go out there, you want the biggest glove you can find. I'm oh, fairly certain that's the first in. baseman's glove. He was not prepared for this. I would go in with a novelty glove. One of those ones that's like... Dude, what happened? Yeah, like I saw guys out there with a, with a hockey catcher. With a net, maybe? Yeah, no, no problem. Why not? So, and, and for the record, why can't you sell out for it? Well, that's what I said. You sell out for that one. You land in the dugout. You maybe fall on Kikuchi. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> Just hold the ball. Yeah, just hold. just hold the ball. They'll put you on the stretcher. <laughs> You've still got your hand in your glove. Your glove's still closed. The other hand's over top of it, making sure no one's stealing this damn thing. Yeah, my, Both my legs are broken. That's fine. Get me out of here. It's free health care. It's fine. <laughs> this ball, if anyone needs me, bring me seven zeros, and I'll find you later. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, God! No, God, please, no! No! That's what, that was, no! No! <laughs> That was what going through Frankie Lasagna's head when he got the uh, the old glove toss, and yep. there was a hat toss that came out after. How are you going to handle being number sixty two though? If you catch sixty two, what are your initial plans? I'm hiding. I'm I'm quietly walking out of that arena. Dude, security. you got to make your fucking deal right now. Mm. If if he comes up again and hits sixty three, sixty two is fucking worthless. Oh yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, you're you gotta, sitting on you you're sitting a baseball. Yeah, you just like allowed all that money to leave. You, I don't know what I'm getting as fast as possible. I'm putting that thing up. I don't know how, but I'm selling that thing instantly. I'm going to sell it as I'm leaving the, the ballpark. Oh, yeah. No, I've got that thing on Kijiji or eBay <laughs> or some other app I don't even know about. Let's flip the ledger. Let's end off the podcast with a positive note. Rick, you are first up. Twig and Berries, hot performer of the week. Can you turn off the uh, headphones for Tyler? Turn them up? No, well, up or off. I'm sure he's going to want off. I'm good. I'll hear it. I don't know what number <laughs> it is. It was a little bit fun. You know, you watched last Sunday. It was the the big bad Buffalo Bills taking on the pretender Miami Dolphins, and the pretender Miami Dolphins came in and they uh, they rope a doped them a little bit. They did a little bend but don't break defense. Ninety plays, forty one minutes. That was an insane game. I was yeah on the edge of my seat to the 
legit the very last second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to see the Miami Dolphins walk away from that was uh, was a great time. It's unfortunate what happened last night, though. We the best. It's true. Tyler, before I get to you, do you want to counter? Uh, play that game again. Play that game nine times out of ten, or ten more times, and nine times the Bills probably win. So, whatever. Dolphins got Dolphins are a good team this year. I probably overlooked them a little bit, <laughs> but I'm not moving off my prediction of who's winning this division. How about a That's prediction fair. on your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week? It's going out to Mr. Cheesy Gordita Crunch himself, our boy Miko Koskinen, the king of overseas hockey, through four games with HC Logano. Our guy is repping a safe percentage of nine. 56 an absolute machine with numbers like that it makes you wonder maybe some nhl team should have uh, given miko a shot i don't know but miko koskin 956 a percentage to start his career with logano hell yeah brother major killer hell yeah i love that button <laughs> nation dan your twig and berry's hot performer of the week well, my hot performer of the week is going to go up to one Gene Principe for his ah, uh, come on, spread stole in, my thing. <laughs> in no. Edify Magazine. Uh, as Zach said, I think GQ will be calling Gene soon. I know that he got ripped apart on lines for it by some people, and really? it is what it is. Fuck everybody. But I... But I love to see I love to see people go out and just be themselves and have some fun with it. So, Gene Principe, you get my hot performer of the week. Feeling hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. I, believe, I believe his wife should get a little handle on that too, though. Wasn't yeah, she? So absolutely. Yeah, yeah but the, the Prince of Bays for going out there and Team Prince of Bay. I yeah, liked it. It was fun. Go. That was fun. Just Gene is the Gene is the Oilers. <laughs> Liam, your Twingberry's hot form of the week. My haters on TikTok. <laughs> 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 he, he si- yeah. He was sitting on this one for yeah, a while. You were you had that one in the pocket. <laughs> well, he knew no one was gonna steal it. <laughs> There you go. That's fair. No further explanation needed. Would you like me to? Yeah, I would. I put out a take about Alfonso Davies. Fonzi. People didn't like it. What was your take? I just said that Canada should maybe play him a little bit further back in the World Cup because their two center backs are slow and he's quick. So he'll be able to help recover and then just play him in a free roll around. People didn't like it. Apparently, I have no ball knowledge. However, what these people don't realize when they comment is, He's very I knowledgeable get more on the algorithm, and my views go up. And so, you're from England. And I'm from England. So Haters are your motivators. Haters are my motivators, and they get me more views. <laughs> is that a tattoo he has? <laughs> I think it should be. That's something to think about. There you go. Christmas, Christmas present. Did you give yourself a button? I'd like an additional Another button. one? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I'm going back to Gene Principe on Edify because not only was that cover amazing, I loved everything about it. The amount of people that reached out to me on Twitter and Instagram yesterday thinking that we made that as a Photoshop (laughs) was also amazing. Like if I said 10, 12 people DM me yesterday to be like, did you guys make this? I'd be like, no, that is a legit thing. We had no part in that. So just the people that thought we made it because that kind of fits in our shtick. I love you. You're my Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Thank you, little John. Sorry, bag milk. I didn't know. There you go. There you go. Another episode of Oilers Nation Radio in the books. I want to say thank you to DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, and Twig and Berries, and all of you for listening. Again, programming note, when the season starts, we're going to twice a week again. But until then, I will say goodbye. Enjoy the preseason. Maybe my boys here in the studio with me will watch more than zero (laughs) minutes. It's not on us.
So Mr. Sportsnet. Yeah. Rogers. Or Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I like, by the way, I like that guy the other day when we're, the Jays game was on, Tyler. And I was like, how are you watching the Jays game when there's an Oilers preseason game on? And a guy got very mad at me about that. Yeah, he did. He's like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> As if I don't know why Tyler's watching that instead. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Episode whatever Tyler said earlier. Oilers Nation Radio in the books. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out Young Jay Woodcroft. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.